0: It's 2019, but we're still A to Z. Oh yeah, the year has officially begun like five days ago. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but still. Hey. i ah, finally back. Yeah. Uh, first episode of this year, so yeah. that's fun. Welcome back. I am America's sweetheart, Andrew. I am America's failed comedian, Zach. As always, guys, thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hope you guys had a good uh, New Year's. I know we did. We had yeah. a lot of fun. We definitely did. It was a good time. It really was. New Year's is such a fun, like, I, I've i never gone out on New Year's, like, to a bar or anything like that. Oh, really? Because it's just, like... it's it, do gonna, for every holiday, though. I know. I do it for every other holiday. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, for, like, New Year's, it's just, it's always such... This is going to sound douchey. It's always so, like, amateur hour. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's, like, a, the bar is always full, fucking mm. takes forever to get a drink. Half the people there don't usually drink, so they can't handle their fucking liquor anyway. Yeah. And then, like... Trying to get home on New Year's Eve at night is like fifty percent of the people on the road are new drunks who don't know what the fuck they're doing, and mm-hmm. the other fifty percent are state troopers. So it's just like fuck it. So that's why we always just end up doing like house parties with one of our friends. Yeah, and, and that's why just I just stay there. I just night. stay so late. Yeah, I w- exactly. I didn't leave
1: until like three thirty, three forty-five that night. So
0: it's the smartest thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like New Year's is a, it's a fun party holiday, you know, and you have a good time. But I just I don't I don't want to go to a bar on New Year's. I think like. Like I said, it's going to be way too crowded. I'd rather just hang out with just the people I want to hang out with on New Year's instead. Instead of like a bunch of people who, you know, they drink four times a year. Yeah. And so now they're going to a bar and they think they know what they're doing because they've watched uh, one Kristen Wiig movie and, <laughs> and think that's how it works. And she's like some 90-pound girl doing fucking Jaeger bombs. And then it's 930 o'clock at night and she's already comatose and we have to carry her to her fucking car. Mm-hmm. It's is not fun.
1: Or even worse, they have no idea what they're doing. So they just stand up there and like, hmm, like trying to decide what to order. And oh, you're my
0: just God. Like, oh, I just need a fucking beer. Get out of my way. Oh, that is like the most irritating thing to me. You need to know – when you get up to that bar, you need to know what you're ordering. Yeah. I do not want to ever hear the word, um, when you walk up to a bartender, especially if I'm behind you. Because I've already got my fucking order up in mm-hmm. my head. It's usually a beer or it's something simple like a Captain and Coke or like a whiskey soda, something like that, scotch yeah. and soda. Vodka water. Yeah, something quick. And give me that fucking bullshit where they gonna get like a meddler out and make a mint julep because I will smash my empty beer glass into, your back, into the back of your head because you're an asshole and you know it.
1: And they're always the ones that get the bartender's attention like right away. And then after they get, they get done finally getting their drink, Mm-hmm. then you figure, okay, I'm next in line. He's going to yeah. come to me. No,
0: it's like seven minutes later yeah, before no, they get back to you. He's going to run down to the other end mm-hmm. of the bar. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not totally their fault because I used to be a bartender. I know what it's like. That's fair, yeah. And it's always – what really sucks about it, at least in my experience from, like, tending bar, is anytime you get someone who has, like, a really fucking elaborate drink order that they want, they always tip like shit every fucking time. That's I'm just so like, shitty. I'm like, you are – if, if they have to pull out second glasses to make your fucking drink, you better be dropping at least a $2 tip on one drink. Otherwise, you're a fucking prick. Yeah. Like, if it's that, if, if you can't afford that, you shouldn't be out drinking. Go out to your fucking, like, go to your house and learn how to make it yourself, and then you can realize how much of a pain in the dick that you are, mm-hmm. and maybe grow as a person and become better, you piece of shit. <sighs> well, yeah, New Year's. We had New Year's. That was a fun time. <laughs> A good time. Hope you guys had a lot of uh fun. Yeah, uh, we did not get to play our podcast during the party, sadly, which uh, well, yeah, would have been pretty funny, but you know, I did play it in your ear at one point. I don't know if you remember that or not. Kind of, yeah, it's all kind of blurred together. I know some of it, <laughs> I know some things that happened that night, but not all. Not a full on blackout, like a brownout.
1: Okay. Full disclosure, you were the only kiss that I got
0: at midnight, so. You're welcome. Yeah. That's how I do. I need to thank you. Yeah, I kiss everybody. I am gonna a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty early on, though,
1: so I felt pretty privileged. Oh, yeah, yeah. For
0: sure. It was a good time. We had a lot of fun. Uh, our friend Kayla was able to, like, make it through the night for the first yeah. time in, like, forever. She finished a bottle of wine on her own, which she never drinks Well, that much. she spilled half of it on her, too. But. She still finished it. <laughs> That is a improvement from what she usually does. That's, I love her to death. True. She is the sweetest woman in the world. Oh, absolutely. She, uh, I, don't, I don't even want to call her a lightweight because it's not her fault. She weighs 87 pounds. Yeah. So, but she's usually. Um, and she hangs out with us. That's like, true. We're like, drinking game, drink, drink, yeah, drink, 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 smash, go, <laughs> go, go. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just not a, she's not a big drinker. She's like a social drinker. Mm-hmm. She's like, what I say that I am. I'm like, yeah, I drink socially, yeah. but like, really, I'm just slamming drinks constantly, and I prefer it when no one talks to me when I'm drunk.
1: you drinking socially, just
0: you out in society as you mm-hmm. drink. So it's just see, I, I say it wrong because me drinking socially means that when I drink, I'm actually able to be social and oh. not want to murder every person that's in a room with me. <laughs> but yeah, no, she uh, fucking, she dug deep and partied on with everybody, man. Oh, it was yeah. a good time. I was so proud of her. And she would just gotten back from a cruise. Her and Brendan were on a, like oh, really? a, yeah, like a booze cruise, like <laughs> a week before, the week or two weeks before, or something like that, so. Damn. She was training. I was proud of her. Yeah, it was a good time. I hope you guys get super fucking smashed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get, um, this is gonna be a big uh, listener question episode, because yeah. we have, I have been very shitty about answering the questions that is on me i apologize so we're going to just devote this entire episode to uh answering listener questions i think we have like a couple topics but they're not going to be yeah it's like three or four. too big yeah so. and they're
1: all quick fire right on. just throwing them out there because it's um, a couple of them are pretty big news so oh, we also have to it.
0: talk about the movie we watched last week oh yeah that was a pretty big deal yeah yeah it was you want to start on that yeah, I think we need to. Let's let's air the grievances. Okay, let's go ahead and Come jump into at me, bro. that. If you guys um follow uh the A to Z show on Twitter, you already know about this, but uh was it last Friday we did this? Last Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Right. Last Saturday. So almost a week ago we um well I finally sat down and finished Suicide Squad. I've attempted it twice beforehand. So it took me three times to finally get through the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was not happy. <laughs> As I knew you wouldn't be, but it was something you had to. I, I, I agree. And I need to start forcing myself to get through more of the DC movies, mm-hmm. I think. I think so. Um, but. So Even it was, though
1: it did not pay off for you, like. Quitting where you did was very beneficial to you. There was nothing redeeming after that point. Not
0: really. I mean, like. The movie's so bad, you grasp at little things that are good. Like, there's a couple lines where, like, Harley Quinn makes a somewhat decent Harley Quinn joke. And I was like, well, that's kind of good, I guess, at least. Which, you know, that was, like, you're just grasping at little shit. It's to, like, basically keep myself sane. Because the entire time I wanted just to grab a knife and draw a giant X through your projector screen and in the suffering that was that film. That is legitimately one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life.
1: I don't know. There's something about, like, how do you get a
0: group of actors playing comic book characters and be so boring? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, those are there's talented actors in those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't get a bunch of, like, fucking schlubs off the streets. These are people who we've seen act, and we know they can act. They made Will Smith uncharismatic. You know how fucking hard that is to do? He's one of the most charismatic actors on the planet. Yeah. He draws you to his screen. He's boring as shit in that film. Yeah, and like, so cliche, like stereotypical, stereotypically, racistly cliche. That was actually my bit that was running me through that that entire time because oh, they yeah. made him like. It's it it's almost funny because I don't re- I don't remember if this happened or not when that movie first came out. I don't think people were complaining that they casted a black guy to play Deadshot. I
1: didn't hear much from
0: it. No, I don't remember a lot of it. Um So I don't think anyone complained that much. They're like, yeah, you know, it's it's Will Smith. That dude can act. Who cares? It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then they casted Will Smith, a black guy, to play Deadshot, and then they made him the most stereotypically racist fucking ghetto black character I've ever seen in my life. Fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder is... Less offensive. Fucking, no, not even less offensive. It's fucking less cliche than goddamn Will Smith was in that. <laughs> like fucking Lazarus Osiris, whatever the fuck his name was in that movie, I forget. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good movie, by the way, Tropic Thunder. That's really funny.
1: Don't um, don't get derailed. Keep talking. That's fair. We're, we're suiciding. Like,
0: yeah, fucking Robert Downey Jr. in legit blackface playing a black character was less offensive and fucking less cliche and terrible than how they wrote Deadshot for fucking Will Smith to play. Like, the only thing that could have gotten worse was if, like, he legit just had, like, Sambo fucking blackface makeup on. <laughs> oh, where the white women at? <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking terrible. I think that line was actually in there. I think you're not wrong. I, th- I think he said something about, like, white girls be crazy. <laughs> he should have just done, like, really hacky. Like, stand up at the Apollo black comedy. Be like, y'all see these white girls walking out here? Y'all see this shit? What the fuck? Oh, God, it was so bad. I was, like, that, I'm not even black and I was offended by it. I was like, how did anyone who's, like, like, how the fuck were people mad about, like, Get Out and saying that movie was racist when that movie existed and I didn't hear shit about that Fucking and that was That's, like that was far more racist than hardly I was anybody get saw it. That, so. that is a good point. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do a really racist caricature of a uh, of a black person, make it in a shit movie that nobody sees, because yeah. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about it. Like it was, it was terrible. Like he's literally holding his gun sideways half the time, like he's on a fucking NWA record album, and then fucking, uh, it was just all of his lines were fucking terrible. He yeah. had no emotion and. I don't know if this was just a big paycheck movie for Will Smith. I would assume he's past that at this point. He's made so much money. I would think. And you would think he's done making paycheck movies. Because he's made his fucking paycheck movies. He had, like, I Am Legend. and uh, Or something else he was in that sucked that was clearly just a paycheck film. Yeah, well, uh, After Earth. After Earth. I don't know. After Earth might have been. Cause he, isn't he a Scientologist? Hmm he's associated with them. I don't know if he's official. I think his wife is a Scientologist. That might be what But it After is. Earth is like a Scientology film. It's like one of the books that L. Ron Hubbard, L.R.H. wrote. Okay. So, that one I almost thought was like a like a passion project for him, because he was like, yeah, L.R.H., Scientology, it's the best, which it's totally not. You don't know that.
1: What's your Thetan level right now?
0: Uh, I don't know. What's uh, <laughs> Does it get higher when you get angry or lower? Mm, I don't know. Because if it gets higher, I'm at a million. If it gets lower, I'm at negative eight. <laughs> Tom Cruise would not be happy with me right now, and that hurts me to say. Actually, Tom Cruise is kind of starting to split away from Scientology. Thank Christ. Yeah. That was the worst thing, man. I mean, thank Xenu. <laughs> thank thank you, Lord Xenu. <sighs> but yeah, Will Smith, I mean, just like, yeah, it's not his fault, but... Whoever wrote that character is, I mean, that was just a super. And I don't throw this word around lightly because I hate the fact that people throw the word racist out all the time nowadays, but that was a fairly racist <laughs> caricature, like, <laughs> in that movie. That was really fucking bad. Like, they should have made him talk like Madame Butterfly from Gone with the Wind. Oh, yes, a mess. I'll go over there. I'm going to get that artifact for you. I'm going to save Madame Waller. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Gonna save Waller. <laughs> it's fucking terrible it that's exactly what it was it was awful
1: and i still just can't get over the fact that there's like yes there is a villain because there's something that they fight at the end but like that that is that's they didn't build it up at all no there was like you have no idea why they're doing what they're doing or
0: what they are even capable of doing we're unaware of anyone's motivation in that film the entire time yeah like I think my most asked question during that film was why, because <laughs> it was just like we got to do this, and I would just yell why you have yet you've not set up why we need to do this. No, you just it's it's your fucking coked out screenwriter, which is like oh yeah, no this needs to happen, so we're just gonna make that happen. <laughs> yeah, and then they go to the enchantress, <sighs> and uh,
1: wait, it's been 17 minutes since we've seen the Joker. Here, throw him in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: A fucking Joker. Oh my god. Like why does he need to be in that movie? Why is Jared Leto playing the Joker is the biggest question? Uh, I that's have. also fair. I'm but... fine with having Joker in that movie because you have Harley Quinn. You want to set up a little bit of the Joker at least. He definitely didn't need that many scenes. No. Like there was that was weird. Like there was weird flashbacks to Harley Quinn shit for just no reason. And then um Jared Leto is a fucking terrible Joker, and anyone who says differently, I will I will literally fight you. Because you're fucking wrong. Jared Leto, first off, is not a good actor anyway. Jared Leto sucks. Uh, the only two things he's ever done well were in films where, one, he was not a big player and he gets killed or beaten savagely every time. And that would be Fight Club and American Psycho. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> two things he's ever done that were good. There might be one more that I'm forgetting. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream, he's not bad. Uh, what does what he do in that movie, though? I mean, the same thing they all do. He's pretty much just Fucked fucking... up on drugs and then... Yeah, but he's just wallpaper for that movie. Like, yeah. you could cast any skinny white dude in that role and that movie does not change. You could you can say that about Jared Leto's entire film career. Yeah. Is that you can cast any skinny white dude and it's the exact same film. There is no change in quality whatsoever. He is not a good actor. He's the same thing I was talking about, like, a couple episodes ago when we were talking about, like, Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Where it's just like, if he has a good writer... And like a good filmmaker, then he looks good because they're just able to fucking lift him up. But all he does is read lines and has a pretty face. I did kind of like his band. I will admit that. Yeah. Was that 30 Seconds to Mars? Yep. Okay. 30 Seconds to Mars was an okay band. I can't listen to them anymore because I have such a seething hatred for Jared Leto. So that's another reason that I hate him because now I can't listen to like a music that I used to like when I was younger. (laughs) So he's a real prick. And uh, I hope he uh, has a toe fall off this week. And then, like, going back to Suicide Squad. So his all his Joker scenes are fucking atrociously awful. He's a cuck at one point. I don't know if anybody ever – no one's ever mentioned that, by the way, of yeah. all the re- reviews I've read where he's trying to get some black guy to fuck Harley Quinn. I don't know what the hell that scene was supposed to be. Like, what yeah. what what scene was – what was that teaching us in that scene? What, what was that? That Harley does whatever he says? I guess, but, like, why is the Joker trying to get a black dude to fuck Harley Quinn? <laughs> it made no sense to me. Because, like, the whole thing, it really upsets me. Because Harley Quinn is, I like Harley Quinn as a character. She First off, she's written by one of the greatest Batman writers of all time, Paul Dini. She comes from Batman the Animated Series, which is the greatest iteration of Batman to be done in animation or movie. And it gives a fun bit to the Joker character because she is obsessed with the Joker, mm. but she's not in love with the Joker. That was one thing they kept like harping on that those two were like having like a a twisted love story kind of thing. Like, yeah. fucking Tim Burton was directing those scenes for some reason. I don't know what the fuck was up with that. Yeah, they almost gave like a tragic like
1: Romeo and Juliet.
0: Yeah, thing. and that like, really pissed me off. Star crossed lovers. That is the exact opposite of what that is. They Har- want to be together, but society won't let them. Yes, exactly. G- yeah, gamers rise up. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> but it's just like the thing, the the back and forth with Harley Quinn and the Joker is that the Joker does not care for Harley Quinn. The, what Harley Quinn does is feed his ego. and In the end, that's what the Joker cares about because he's like a narcissist. However, Harley Quinn is not in love with the Joker because he's like a... Twisted, hurt, sociopath brain, and oh, he's so twisted and dark, and like fucking Tim Burton wrote it. She's a star fucker. She's obsessed with him because he's like the David Bowie of crime. She just, she's not in love with him. She says she's in love with him, but even she kind of deep down knows she's just obsessed. She's a groupie, is essentially what she is. And to give it this like fake pseudo romantic twisted bullshit, like I'm supposed to like want them to be together pisses me off the most yeah like that shit makes me so angry because there's uh it's either fuck it's either in one of the animated series episodes or it was in a comic book i forget which one where batman's talking about harley quinn and uh someone's like well don't, don't you feel bad for her for what the joker did and he's like no she chose the joker because he was famous everything she's done was because he, she thought he was a star, and she wanted to be a star, too. Yeah, he's that's like, the reason she becomes his therapist, because he's, like, he's the tough nut to crack. Exactly, yeah. And then he he's like, she's a criminal, and she's even worse than just a criminal, because the Joker at least doesn't have a reason for what he does. He is just insane. Harley Quinn is choosing to follow an insane person because he is flashy. Like, that's what you want to bring into that. We're like, we shouldn't be rooting for the the Joker. Like, why why was there a love scene in fucking Ace Chemical and whatever fucking uh, Ghostbusters 2 slime fucking vat they were in? I don't know what that was. Because <laughs> it's clearly not the Joker's origin story because the Joker's wearing makeup through half of that movie and you can see that he's wearing makeup and he puts makeup on mm. so he, his face wasn't bleached by the chemicals. So that's a fucking lie. So why were we at Ace Chemical? What did that have to do with anything? Or was, or was it just the fact that like it was a cool shot? man. Yeah. It, was it just a cool shot? And one fucking uh, PA on that goddamn set had seen one Batman movie and was like, Oh yeah, they do the yeah, acid yeah. Thing. Oh yeah, remember he falls in that bad acid in the '89 Batman film? That's what, yeah. So yeah, we should totally do that. Like it, it, it did not fit the film. Did not fit even the character of the Joker that you've created in that film. So what the fuck was the point? You're just you're pissing in the wind. And by in the wind, I mean in my fucking face. That's what that movie was. It was two and a half hours of pissing in my face. Only worse. I would have rather just got pissed in the face for two and a half (laughs) hours than watch that fucking abortion of a film.
1: That's the thing, too. It was two hours and, like, 14 minutes long.
0: Yeah, we had the ultimate edition. It was, like, the director's cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the director's cut should have been two seconds long. Because he should have just been like, no, we're not doing this movie. (laughs) And just cut all of it. Because it was fucking atrocious.
1: I do kind of want to move on, but I can't move on until I at least no. hear you talk about Killer Croc. No, we've, we've got way more to talk about. And his dive into
0: the water. We've got way more to talk about. Um, first off, uh, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. On paper, great casting. Okay. I mean, she's got the body for it. She's you know got the cute blonde hair. She in, And fucking Wolf of Wall Street, which we all know her from, because that's like where she got big, because she gets naked and she has a fucking perfect body on her. She's a gorgeous woman. We all know that. And she was hot as shit as Harley Quinn. I will admit that. I'm not going to sit here and lie. There were parts I liked of that movie. Mostly it was Enchantress and Harley Quinn. And if it, if it was on mute, I would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> but it's like, when I first heard that Margot Robbie was going to be Harley Quinn, I actually got excited. I was like, that's really good casting. Like She has the body for it. She's clearly a good actress. I watched her in fucking Wolf of Wall Street. The girl can act. She knows what the fuck she's doing. And then she was in, the, what was it, Concussion? No, it was uh, focus. Focus. That's what she was at, and she was fairly good in that movie too. Like it was a shit film, but she did fairly good with it. Like she made some decisions in, for her character to kind of bring something to it. So she's not an untalented actress. She can do like she can act. And then in Wolf of Wall Street, she even kind of has a Harley Quinn voice. Even like so, it's like oh, well, that's fucking perfect. She didn't have a Harley Quinn voice in this fucking movie. She had kind of one every now and then, like, she re- remembered she was supposed to have an accent.
2: Mm.
0: It was really fucking irritating. That made me angry. Uh, let's see. Talked about races. Will Smith. Who else is in there? El Diablo, uh, who um, I'm going to call a nothing character, because they fucked up and wrote him too overpowered. And so then had to figure out how to not involve him until the very end where it would matter. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, man, I ain't, I ain't going to do that, Holmes. Like, I don't do that no more. And then the end of the movie happens. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna do that again." And it's like, "Cool, that was a really good I character." Save it yeah, that was a really good character progression. You, you said you didn't want to fight anymore because violence killed your uh, wife and your kids, and then now you decided that you're gonna fight again because the movie needs to end. So there we go. That was a good. That was great. Awesome choice. Uh, Enchantress. Was uh, she was stupid hot? I will admit that great body on her. Uh, that's what's her name, Cara Delvine? something like that. yeah. Who is also again a talented actress. I've seen her act; she can do good shit. Okay, she just had nothing to fucking do in that movie. So, and she's also way hotter as enchantress as she is as, like the fucking archaeologist doctor or whatever. By the way, worst ar- archaeologist in the history of the world. <laughs> Like, I guess that was supposed to be her, like, origin backstory that we Mm -hmm. watched, but she's, like... The two seconds. Yeah, she's, like, digging through, like, ink and ruins, and it's, like, she found a a temple no one's ever found before. And then she picks up, like, one ancient artifact and then immediately snaps the head off of it. And I was, like, you're the worst fucking archaeologist ever. I watched every Indiana Jones movie. He never once intentionally breaks the fucking artifact. Because that's what you're there for. That's your treasure. You're a goddamn archaeologist. (laughs) You son of a bitch. So yeah, that sucked. Uh, Ike Barinholtz was in the movie as like the prison guard. He was doing his best to like have fun with that. He was trying to make it funny, but he had nothing to worry. He was trying to polish a turd. And I think Ike, Ike Barinholtz is kind of a funny guy. Okay. He was on Mad TV for a long time, which I know that's like the great great value version of uh, SNL. Mm. But look at how much SNL sucks now. So Mad TV had its moments. Ike Barinholtz was also in, uh, remember the Titans. He was the one, uh, big linebacker who like gets in a fight with like the black guy. Oh, really? They, okay. Yeah. Remember that? Like strong side, left side, strong side. Like that was him and the other black guy. Yeah. And then sunshine, the one quarterback with the long hair from mm-hmm. California. That's the one that he kisses in the locker room to fuck, to fuck with. Okay. So that's also a great movie. And that shows that Ike Barinholtz can act cause he's really fucking good in that movie. Um, so he, it looked like he was trying to do something with that character, but there was nothing to fucking do. So he was just kind of polishing a turd for 45 minutes, so that wasn't very fun. Um, let's see, who else was on the team? Uh, Captain rant, Boomerang. Yeah, Captain Boomerang, who... As I've said before, no one gives a fuck about <laughs> And his yeah. weapon is useless once it hits something, because it doesn't yeah. come back. Literally,
1: what did he do? He threw that once, I think, and then he just stands yeah. there the rest of
0: the movie. Was that guy even Australian? Because I feel like his accent was fucking terrible. They should have, like, super aussied him up, like they did with fucking Deadshot. Just made him, like, uh, Crocodile Dundee times ten. <laughs> like, let's have a false days and put some trip on a barbie. <laughs> like, the whole time. <laughs> and then there was, uh, what's the guy's name? Slipknot, or Slip? Yeah. Nope, something like that, whatever the fuck, and then you know they kill him off immediately anyway. Yeah. So they didn't even try to build his character, no, because he they doesn't do... even come in until later. And yeah. like they well, bring like, him in like five seconds before they kill him. That's what pissed me off about it was like it was almost too meta, where it's like you know you clearly have to use that to like you have to kill somebody really quick to show that like oh those like things in your neck are real. Mm-hmm. However, that would make way more of an impact if you would have given him an intro as well to where like we're like oh well like. Maybe these things are fake or something. Then you kill somebody off. Like, oh, I thought he was going to be in the movie. That's fucking crazy. They just yeah. killed that dude off, like, immediately. Uh, but instead, they just sort of glossed over him and just, you know, like, blew his head off and slammed him against a building or something. Who who cares? Nobody yeah. gives a fuck. Um, uh, who else we got? Killer Croc. Killer Croc. <laughs> First off, too short. I want to point that out. Yeah. In the comics, he's, like, seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, 300 pounds. So he's, like, about my size in that movie? I mean... He's, like, my height if I lost... He, he's my height, basically. And then he looks like me if I lost maybe 20 pounds. Like, he's about my build, too. And he's supposed to be super fucking deadly and scary or whatever the fuck. Uh, he sucked and really had nothing to do... Never got into, like, his awesome, like, backstory that Killer Croc has. Oh, he has one? Oh, yeah, no. Killer Croc has a fucking fantastic backstory. But you would only know that if you've read comics... And no one involved in that movie has ever read a comic before, uh, so that I didn't matter. have seen
1: one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're like, I've seen tons of comics. I watch Comedy Central. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. That's what we made this movie so funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Negro. I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm going to saw you for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking Suicide Squad. Killer Croc did have my favorite uh, moment in the film, though. Yeah. In the very end there, when he has to go underwater in the subway for some reason. Yeah, to deliver the bomb. Sure. Yeah, yeah. whatever. I really think that was written just because they realized they had not used Killer Croc at all in that movie. they were like, uh, man, put something underwater so that, like, there's a reason he has to be there. But he has, like, stairs he needs to go down into the water. And instead of, like, doing, like, a cool shot, like... Like, you know, Moses walking out into, like, the Red Sea or something like that, where, like, you walk down the stairs and the water rises up to you. He gets down on all fours and, like, scampers down, and I, I fucking laughed so goddamn hard at that point. That was the funniest part of the movie. I, I
1: thought you were going to make me rewind it to watch it again at some point. I
0: thought about it for, like, half a second, but, but at that point, we were so close to the end. I was just like, let this fucking torture end. Um... So yeah, that that is probably the best part of the movie, is Killer Croc's little uh, four, four-legged scamper down the stairs. It's, fucking, it's the funniest thing in that entire film, yeah. for sure. And that's really sad to say, because apparently this was supposed to be like somewhat of a comedy. Yeah, this was supposed to be like the Guardians of the Galaxy of the DC Universe. You can tell they were going for that, yeah. because they got a really good soundtrack. Yeah, they did. And that is the only thing that... And they in, use it
1: for the first 45 minutes, that and is then true. they forget about yeah.
0: it. Yeah, and then they totally drop that, too, just like they did with every other character in that movie that wasn't Deadshot or Harley Quinn. And even Harley Quinn wasn't really used that much, either, to be honest with you. She's basically used, like, not as comic relief, but as, like, sex relief. Does that make sense? Which just like, every now and then, they were just cut to a shot of, like, her bent over in her, like, uh... Booty uh, shorts. Yeah, like, in her, like, hot... In her hot pants, which... I'm not fully complaining about. I enjoyed that, but I would have liked a little bit of character development as well as seeing Margot Robbie's ass in hot pants at at the same time. I feel like you can do both. You can make a chick hot and still interesting at the same time. Like Wonder Woman. Like, she's fairly interesting that whole movie, and she's also like, it's Gal Gadot, she's stupid hot. So yeah, Harley Quinn, instead of being the comic relief, which you would assume would be her role, because she's literally named Harley Quinn, she is the sex appeal break for the movies, so just like, um, because their action scenes mean nothing, you can't even tell what's going on, it's just a shit ton of like, smash cuts and uh, darkness that you can't even fuck, like we tried turning the brightness up and it didn't help, I still could barely see anything in that fucking movie. Uh, Let's see, who else was in the... You were uh, on Amanda... Oh, Amanda Waller. She has nothing to do in this film as well. Um, She has, like, one moment where she's at a a fucking dinner with a bunch of old white senators or something, I think is what they were going for. Mm -hmm. And um, trying to explain why she's doing a suicide squad. She never really does a good job of explaining why she's doing a suicide squad. And that's
1: because they they don't do a good job. Like, if if there's a threat from a metahuman... Like, super-powered being. Mm-hmm. You're going to send in a guy that shoots people and a girl with a baseball bat and
0: sexy pants. Yeah. And a guy that throws a boomerang. Yeah, there's literally... And a giant crocodile. There's literally <laughs> one person on that team that has supernatural powers. Uh-huh. Well, technically two, because I guess uh, Enchantress would count as that, but she goes evil, uh-huh, yeah. so she's not on the team. Right. So, yeah, there's literally one person on the Suicide Squad that's we're going to use to stop Superman if he ever wants to go crazy. One of them has powers, and yeah. his powers are he can light shit on fire, which we know doesn't affect Superman. Yeah. So that's a really good team build. It's really good thinking. And uh, let's I see. Mean, I guess you work with what you got, but I guess. But like, I feel like there was the Suicide Squad has been a lot of iterations. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of like, you know, lesser known DC characters you could have thrown in the Suicide Squad and made a good movie out of. Yeah, if or just maybe not have
1: them fight a super powered being. Put them up against, like, a crime
0: syndicate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like a like a PMC, like a yeah. private military company takes over some kind of fucking uh, uh, city. Yeah,
1: or something like, I just watched Dredd, like, send them into a skyscraper exactly. and let them fight their way yeah. up. And let
0: like, them show why cool. it's a suicide squad. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, they're going to go kill these drug dealers, and if they lose, then they fucking lose. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, Who's the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. worst case scenario, we'll bomb that whole building with them in there. We don't yeah. care if they live. Fuck them. Right. We literally called them the suicide squad. That was the whole fucking point. Uh, let's see, who else was in there? Katana, who, um... Oh, yeah, I forgot she, about her. Exactly, so did the screenwriters, so that's okay. There's nothing uh, to feel bad about. She does nothing.
1: Well, they also don't introduce her until halfway through the movie. Either. Yeah, they
0: introduce her halfway through the movie. She doesn't get a background story, and then I think she has six lines of dialogue? Yeah,
1: that might be generous, but yeah.
0: And, and we're told that she is, like, one of the baddest members on the team, but they never really see her do anything. So... Maybe next time, get the guys who uh, wrote The Raid to uh, write your fucking action sequences so we can see her do something cool and be like, oh, she is neat. Alright, this makes sense. Uh, let's see. They also they shit on Batman, the entire film. That is uh, one of the worst iterations of Batman. I'd rather watch the Batman and Robin with George Clooney than any of the Batman scenes in Suicide Squad. Yeah. And That's you like a- Batfleck. I like Batfleck a lot. I was a big fan of Batfleck. I was a Fucking angry person at what they did to Batman. He literally, when he goes to arrest Deadshot, first off, he doesn't figure it out, even though he's the world's greatest detective. He gets like an anonymous uh, tip from Amanda Waller that uh, the guy with the pimp hat and the purple leather jacket is Deadshot. Uh, that is what is basically what he's wearing. Don't laugh at me like, like I'm, I'm making. Sh- laughing at the truth. Yeah. It sounds like I'm making a racist statement. I'm just telling you what was on screen. Uh, and then. Um, So he's walking down a dark alley with his uh, daughter, um, and then Batman shows up, knowing that Deadshot is armed, and then Deadshot pulls a gun. Batman does nothing, and then the daughter jumps in front of Batman to make sure he doesn't shoot him. So Batman, in a dark alley, lets a little girl, who, I mean, let's call her, what, eight years old, maybe? Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, eight or nine, and you know, Bruce Wayne was eight when his parents were killed in a dark alley. Batman lets a little kid jump in front of a gun in a dark alley while he stands there and watches. Yep. The whole reason he travels across the globe, learns every style of hand-to-hand combat, learns escape artistry, criminology, um, basically studies everything. It helps that he has a photographic memory. The whole reason he does that is because when he was eight years old and walking down a dark alley with his mom and dad, a mugger came out and shot both of his parents, and he had to stand there and watch. That affected him so badly that he never wanted another kid to experience that again. Unless maybe she's going to take a bullet for him so he can catch Deadshot, apparently. That's what pissed me off so much. I mean it makes sense when you say like that. I fucking hate you so much. You you sound like whoever the fucking director was of this movie. Like it would be me, it would be me trying to show him how how angry I am. And he's uh, like, Yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. I'm mm-hmm. glad you got it. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And then I just like fucking strangle him at the end of the interview. <laughs> yeah, it's kinda like it, it's a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy. If the Guardians of the Galaxy had um no writers and You know what? Here's a better idea. Instead of watching Suicide Squad to get the same feeling, watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Turn the darkness really like, or turn the brightness really far down on your TV so you can't see anything. And then every 15 minutes, just kind of punch yourself in the nuts. Basically, the same thing. Okay. But you get more better music in Guardians. That's true too. Because Suicide Squad cuts off with the fun music like 45 minutes in. They have like, they like blow their load. There's like eight really good songs, one after the other. And then it just goes to like bullshit, like Hans Zimmer bullshit, like whatever the fuck it was, and it just didn't matter anymore. So, yeah, Suicide Squad, one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. I am never going to get over that, You're and welcome. Uh, probably going to start watching it once a month.
2: Yeah,
0: that's the worst thing too. Like
1: the fact that Guardians did it so well and proved that it could be done should have really made them stop and say, we don't need to be doing this. Exactly. Because there's no way, like... You saw how well Guardians did it. It had the same formula. We didn't know any of those characters. It introduced every one of those characters. Exactly, Gave yes. them heart, gave them backstories, you know. Made us care. Made them, yeah.
0: To where we would give a fuck if yeah. they won or we, not.
1: We knew what the villain was capable of. We knew what the villain was trying to do. We knew why the Guardians wanted to stop them. Like...
0: Yeah, exactly. It's It's... It's like if you made Guardians but you made the wrong decision the entire time instead of the yeah. right decision. <laughs> yeah. The choose your own
1: adventure book. They just turned to the you died page every time.
0: Basically, yes. And it's like it it's Guardians gave you the fucking blueprint. You know what you gotta do. Yeah. And then they skipped over all the important shit and focused on like the little like bits that we liked about Guardians, where it's like, Oh yeah, they had a good soundtrack and there was a lot of like bright colors and like, you know, the characters kinda like ribbed each other a little bit and stuff like that. And at one point they're in a prison. And that's what they focused on. Not on the... Um, we took a lot of unknown characters from the Marvel Universe, introduced their uh, stories to you really quickly, made you care because we gave them motivation and a reason for you to want them to win. And then we also threw in all these fun little like, fun little action scenes and good music and like they're criminals and stuff like that. So they're like good guy, bad guys, and that's always fun. Yeah. They focused on like the little shit. It's kind of like... It's, it's like if somebody made you a really good pizza, right, and you focused on, like, the Parmesan cheese that you sprinkled on top of it. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Like, it's a delicious pizza, and all you cared about is the Parmesan cheese and the red pepper flakes. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, that's just shit that added to it that made it good, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, that that helped, but what was awesome was this handmade dough and this beautiful sauce and the cheese and the pepperoni. Like, don't focus on the red pepper flakes. That's all Suicide Squad is, yeah. is red pepper flakes. You get an entire pizza. Of red yeah, flakes. you got red pepper flakes, and then the waitress farts in your face, too, and tells you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And a New you Jersey suck. Harley Quinn accent. Yeah. Well, no, not really. <laughs> no, she for- forgets her accent. She's like, yeah, um, fuck yourself. Is that the lovely stench of death?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I better now, though, getting that off your chest. I
0: really wanted to get a sequel. Yeah. Because it's going to make so many good episodes. Look yeah. at that. That's 40 minutes of me going off on this. I know. I'm going to fucking...
1: I, I mean, probably won't even edit this. I'm just going to go with I it. I
0: need DC to make more shitty movies because I get better episodes when DC makes shitty movies yeah. that, you know, treats things that I care about shitty. Don't
1: worry. They've got an entire streaming service now called DC
0: Universe. So. Yeah. No. We've already talked about that. <laughs> oh, gosh. granted so, yeah, there there you go, guys. I have finally finished Suicide Squad. Um, surprisingly, I did not kill anyone during. Mm, what that we knew of. Thought about it. Thought about killing you and Emma both. Just murder-suicide pact. Wouldn't even leave a suicide note. I would just be hanging from the rafters up here and just have Suicide Squad on repeat in the background, and that's all the fucking answer they would need. Just be like, that's why he did it. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be our past episodes of the podcast and the fact that Suicide Squad was played in the background. Like, that's why he cut him in half and then killed himself. Yep, that's exactly why. Murder. Justifies it all.
1: Yeah. The cop's like, I'm not even mad. He's he's legit.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, guy's got a point. Why the fuck is... <laughs> yeah, why the fuck was Deadshot so racist? What the fuck was up with that? <laughs> that was fucking weird. Who wrote this shit? Ugh. <laughs> uh. God damn it. So yeah, there you go, guys. I've gotten through it. Um, If you have another shitty film that you think will set me off, please uh, send us some um, suggestions. I know that we have uh, Titans we have to watch. Although, should I watch it now, seeing as how they didn't even want to finish their fucking uh, season? Why should I fucking want to finish it? (laughs) Actually, that makes me want to watch it even more, because I want to try to speculate on what they cut out. So yeah, we'll try to get into Titans here soon. Um, and like I said if you think you have any other ideas for movies that'll set me off and make me angry and make a good episode or uh, ones that you think will set Varble off and make him angry mm. and make a good episode which uh, good luck he is a very chill man uh, I've uh, I've seen him angry like twice in my life I don't even think it's been that many yeah I don't
1: know I was trying to think
0: I don't think at all actually I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> Varble angry like actually angry I don't think yeah. so I can fake outrage I mean, Yeah No that you can definitely long. do that Yeah So Yeah I, You know what If you guys uh, Have an idea for a movie You think will enrage Varble Definitely send that in Cause I will force him to. Wa- I will fucking Alex DeLarge Tie him down to a chair And make him watch it If it's gonna make him angry Such a droog And then he'll snap He'll s- smash out of it Like the Hulk <laughs> Well yeah There you go You fucks I watched The Suicide Squad So Yay. you're welcome You cocksuckers I love you guys very much. You forced your girlfriend to watch it with you. That she's, was that was the worst part. She's watched it with me all three times. What What, what is the worst part for her? She, just, she doesn't know any of those characters. She just knows the shit that I've told her. She hasn't read any comic books. It's still a shitty movie to have to watch. It is, but it doesn't affect her as hardly as it affects me. This is my fucking childhood I watched. It was essentially like if you took my fucking dog that I own from like two years old to ten. Yeah. That I like you know, help raise me basically. Like I had a strong, uh, a, a affection with, and I loved that dog like a brother. Okay. And then you just showed me a video of you raping and killing that dog. That's basically what I watched. Okay. But also the first 45 minutes of it has a decent soundtrack. Right. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so time for topics. Yeah, that's enough. Suicide squad. We can get into the topics. now. <laughs> These will be quick, guys, I promise. Yeah. We're, we're going to get get to the questions, I guarantee.
1: A little show called Stranger Things, I'm sure you're aware of.
0: I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fan. They
1: announced that uh, season three is coming on July the 4th. Ooh. And they debuted a new poster for it. Oh, right on. I like it.
0: Yeah. That's cute.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was a big fan of Stranger Things. I need to finish uh, the second season.
1: Yeah, yeah you do.
0: Look at that. That's such a Stephen King fucking poster, too. Look at oh, that. Yeah. It, it looks like that could definitely be a poster for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For oh, sure. I like it. I was a big fan of it. Star- like, the first season was amazing. Yeah. It just, it was like what's, it was like an homage to every movie I've ever liked. And it was just so fun to be like, oh, cool. I'm not the only one who likes all these movies. Yeah. <laughs> July 4th, huh? That's fun. Mm. I like that.
1: To be set in the summer of 1985. Ooh.
0: Because she's still preoccupied with uh, 1985. <laughs> <laughs> David Harbaugh. I love that guy. Or Harbor. How do you say it? Harbor, yeah. Is it Harbor? I would say Harbor. <laughs> cool. That'll yeah. be fun. I like, it. I mean, I just, I, I don't know anyone who didn't like Stranger Things. Right. And that the show is so amazing because, like, how do you get that many child actors who are that fucking good at what they do you know what i mean they fit their roles perfectly yeah and uh the one who plays the main guy finn wolfhard Mm -hmm. uh he's done a lot of like uh let's plays with uh the game grumps on youtube oh really he's a really fun guy yeah he's like a cool little kid like he's really funny and he's even in a uh music video for ninja sex party really yeah oh wow yeah i'll show it to you after the uh (laughs) podcast but it's it's called uh danny do you know and it's like Danny writing a song to his like younger self about how like one day you're going to be a rock star and everyone's going to love you, and Finn plays young Danny. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, don't let me forget to show you that.
1: All right. The next one I just had to show you, I, it's going to be spoiler heavy. Uh-huh. but That's cool. It, All right, guys. Spoilers for what? Uh, The Heroes in Crisis series. Okay. This cool. thing sounds like it's just a banger. We keep bringing it up, and it just keeps sounding better and better. We're going to have to check yeah, this we're
0: out. Oh, look at fucking Harley Quinn on that.
1: Mhm. Hot. So this is from uh, IGN's review of issue number four of the series.
0: All right, guys, uh, spoiler alert for uh, Heroes in Crisis. It's also spoilers for us, because so, yeah. neither of us has read it yet either. Right, so. but
1: I just have to show you this. So.
0: Right on. Uh, if you want to go ahead and read it, yeah. Heroes in Crisis is based around DC's heroes trying to solve the case of a mass killing at a secret treatment center for superheroes called Sanctuary. As of this issue, which is issue 4, right? Mm. Okay. As of this issue, forensic scientist Flash, nice, believes the killer is Booster Gold. Oh, yes. While the world's greatest detective Batman thinks it's Harley Quinn. Mm. Mm. But getting closer to the identity of the killer isn't what caused all the hubbub. Sanctuary is a place where heroes can go to receive treatment for PTSD-type symptoms that are a result of suffering violence and trauma while fighting crime. Well, I kind of like that. Having like a, it like makes them like human almost. That's, right. that, that's kind of fun. The main form of treatment is for heroes to give confessions in an effort for them to get to the root of their issues. And while Batman built the place to be secure, along with some help from Superman and. Uh, I'm assuming Wonder Woman. It just says, and woman. (laughs) (laughs) With help from Superman, and woman. (laughs) Let's all assume that's Wonder Woman. (laughs) We learn that a mystery character known as the Puddler, who might also be the killer, has video footage of each confession and has been sending them to Lois Lane. (gasps) As a reporter, Lois is duty-bound to report on the confessions, even if there will likely be consequences for sanctuary superhero patients when their most personal secrets are revealed to the public. Ooh. The ending of Heroes in Crisis number 4 Okay, so major spoilers here, okay, guys. <laughs> the ending of Heroes in Crisis number 4 saw her story go live, immediately sending shockwaves across the DCU. When Batgirl hears the news, she says the reveal of Sanctuary will change the world, to which Harley Quinn responds, Okay, good. Fuck the world. It needs changing. Ooh, that's fun. She's so hot. I love Harley Quinn's my wife. Just as the news was going live, Superman met up with Batman and Wonder Woman in the Batcave to tell them about what Lois was publishing, giving them no time to stop it from going viral. But the sticking point for Batman was Superman knew Lois. <laughs> <laughs> you knew Lewis. You knew him the whole time. It's a gay Superman. Yeah. Uh, Superman knew Lois was secretly receiving intel on Sanctuary from a suspicious source for a few days, yet he said nothing. Superman apologizes, but Batman is furious. Losing his usual cool demeanor and pointing his finger into Superman's chest, chastising the Man of Steel for not sharing vital information that would have helped with the murder investigation. Read that scene, man. Uh, Let me just read this because this just makes me so happy. Let me see if I can do somewhat of a Batman voice for it. You corn-fed, don't you, how you think it's a damn coincidence this happens after the murders? We need to investigate. We need to have already investigated this. And he's literally just, it's just a close-up of the bat glove right on Superman's chest. And I fucking love it so yeah. well. Oh, it's Clay Man. That's a good fucking uh, artist, by the way. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's fucking fantastic. Superman was clearly... Conflicted about staying silent on the matter and doesn't have much to say in his defense other than stating that it wasn't his place to betray Lois's trust. As we all know, Superman is bound by his morality above all else. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's supposed to be a moral beacon of hope to the world who always makes decisions based on his impossibly optimistic views on truth and justice. His decisions are always supposed to be the right, that's in quotes, by the way, right answer because well he's superman (laughs) that's fair i like that he's also a journalist a profession with an ingrained set of ethics where all stories must be accurate fair and thorough and sources must be kept confidential when necessary further complicating matters he's married to a fellow reporter in lois lane yeah i don't know if you guys knew that or not but superman's married to lois lane (laughs) spoilers sorry (laughs) so as her husband he's committed to loving protecting and respecting her both as his wife and as a professional Typically, Superman sees the world in black and white, where it's easy for him to decide what's right and what's wrong. But Heroes in Crisis puts him in a rare, uncomfortable gray area that even his many great powers couldn't help him escape. Ooh, I'm, I'm super in it. I can't wait I to know. read this. That, however, doesn't sit well with Batman, who has a far more aggressive and brutal approach to dishing out what he sees as justice. <laughs> I like That's like the cleanest way to describe what Batman does. <laughs> he snaps arms. Then again, Batman is a master of spying, clandestine operations, and keeping secrets, so he doesn't have much ground to stand on when it comes to blaming Superman. No, I mean, that's fair. That's what makes good writing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still, we might have just witnessed the fracturing of DC's trinity. Ooh. Wonder Woman didn't express much more than shock at Superman's actions, so we'll have to wait and see where she stands on the matter, given that her trusty lasso makes her a virtual paragon of truth. Thus far, all of the heroes have been on the same side. But will Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman be able to deal with all of their innermost traumas being broadcast to the public and catch the murderer responsible if they can't trust each other? Heroes in Crisis is only just approaching the halfway point, so we'll have to wait to find out. This sounds fucking amazing. I cannot I wait to read Heroes in Crisis. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that panel and I was like, wait, I have to give this to Zach That's to exactly what I want to. I love... Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Batman and Superman going at each other. It's yeah. always good stories. It really is. On both sides. Like,
1: yeah. They do a good job of keeping it even. No, no, no. They don't um, play 100%. too hard to either side's fan base.
0: Mm. No, they do a really good job of not only just keeping it even, but keeping it in character. Mm-hmm. Like, None of them really break character with each other to like make a fun ending. Although there is, I mean, one of the greatest moments ever is the Dark Knight Returns. The, in the very end when uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Batman's fighting Superman and Batman dies I'm gonna put in quotes there mm-hmm. and he's just like cause Superman gets hit with like the fucking you know aerosol style kryptonite to make him mortal and then Batman's just beating him like fucking like a motherfucker and he's like I want you to remember this Clark remember the man who beat you and then he fucking dies I love that so much he's just like yeah don't ever fucking forget I always had you motherfucker always <laughs> I'm fucking Batman. Speaking of Superman. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy. Uh, I, I might have to get on my comicsology and buy get all the back this. issues and then <laughs> subscribe to Heroes in Crisis so I don't miss out on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, run out there. If you haven't um, read Heroes in Crisis, yeah. I think you should because mm-hmm. I'm going to start. And if you have, send me uh, your thoughts. Send them on Twitter. Try not to spoil too much, but give me your thoughts on what you think it is. All right, go ahead. Next right.
1: topic. Next up uh aquaman's been doing really good at the box office so excellent uh, yesterday on instagram henry cavill wanted to give him a little tribute i don't know if you saw this Mm -mm. (laughs) 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 with the caption how'd i do oh that's cute so it shows him submerged in water like up to his nose holding up a fork
0: yeah like super close to the camera Mm -hmm. it's a really fun little shot yeah uh, God, he's got a hairy ass chest. Look he at that. Does. Motherfucker. You know what I really want to see is Jason's uh, re- response to that. Because Jason right. Momoa has a great uh, sense of humor, so I bet he really loved it. There oh, th- go. there we go. Jason Momoa replied in the comments of the post saying, Thank God you were already cast for Superman. I'd be out of a job. Love you, brother. Mahalo for the support. <laughs> he's like one of the coolest dudes in the world, yeah. man. I'm dead serious. Jason Momoa is the man. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you'd like that. That's really fun. I like to see them having fun. They're like That's, It's it's almost like we should do it in the movies, maybe.
1: Whoa, 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 hang on. That's not
0: dark <laughs> enough. Now, only the Suicide Squad gets to have fun in the movies. <laughs> whenever you <laughs> crawl on <off> all fours down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Jason Momoa is, first off, a fantastic casting for Aquaman. Mm. And he's also uh, an amazing actor and is far too pretty. Like the only reason any of us ever get laid is because Jason Momoa allowed us to get laid. You should every time you get laid, you should thank Jason. Just send him a little tweet, Be like, "Hey man, thanks for letting me bang my girlfriend." Because mm-hmm. I know you could have had her, yeah, but th- you didn't. Thanks I, for passing I, on that yeah, for another week. I really uh, appreciate that. Thank yeah. you, sir. <laughs> Did you ever hear? Uh, do you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast at all? No, I haven't. It's it's really good. It's it, it's amazing. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. He gets a lot of different people on there. Okay. Um. But he has a story about meeting Jason Momoa, like, like they had a plane together or something like that, so like they were like, sitting next to each other. And he's like, yeah, he goes, uh, kind of don't, don't like the guy now. He's like, because he's way too tall and way too handsome, and he was just a fucking sweetheart the whole time. And How dare he? <laughs> you can't have it all. Yeah, you son of a bitch. You'd be perfect like that.
1: And this last topic I had, we'll just... It's, it's heartwarming. It's very touching. Right on. Huh? Uh, so this week... DC honors Stan Lee in each of their comic issues. Wow. Every single final page in every comic book released this week is a black page with white writing saying, With utmost respect, from the distinguished competition, Excelsior, a memoriam to Stan Lee, 1922
0: to 2018. Oh, wow. That is so... Fucking classy. That's oh, yeah. Amazing, man. I got, I'm actually getting a little choked up right. just looking at it. <laughs> like, it's so now, cool. I know you know, but anybody out there that
1: doesn't know, Distinguished Competition
0: was what family used to call DC. Yeah, that's DC. what they used to call DC, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. God, that's so fucking beautiful, man. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the fun part, because, I mean, it's not as big as it used to be. There used to be the giant Marvel-DC, like, war between each other. It's mm-hmm. not as big so much anymore, because nowadays, like, All of us comic book fans are all just like, yeah, no, as long as you're reading comics, that's fine. Just keep reading comics. It used to be way bigger. And I was always a guy who, like, I obviously leaned more DC just because I'm I'm a Batman guy. But Mm -hmm. I liked Marvel stories, you know, like I liked Spider-Man. I liked Iron Man, stuff like that. I liked some Captain America. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so cool to see, like, that kind of shit where that's all class and just fucking, like, just... A tip of the hat to literally a legend in the fucking universe. It's Absolutely. Just, thank you. Is yeah. it all it is. That's so fucking awesome, man.
1: And then obviously Marvel did a tribute too, but I just it was more headline grabbing that DC would actually reach out and do that too. But mm-hmm. Marvel's is also really cool. I don't know if you saw that. So each of their issues along the top black cover bar. has a black bar, and then each issue ends with three black pages. Oh wow. And then featuring a pencil drawn art of oh, Stan. Stanley
0: Stanley. Oh. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. God damn it, son of a bitch. I know it didn't happen this year, but still, it's yeah. gonna. I'm gonna count it as this <laughs> year because it's just. It's so fucking. Rough. I'm oh, not yeah. gonna get over Stanley's death for right. a while. I mean, this just happened. Like the issue just came out this oh. week
1: because you know they print them obviously right. several oh, months yeah, no, in advance. Exactly, so this was the first week they actually had to. No, that they is include it, so.
0: super classy uh, from both DC and Marvel. Absolutely. Uh, it's amazing to do that. Uh, it's it's great to not forget where you came from.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And not just where you came from, but who started it. I mean, Stan Lee is the reason comics are big. Yeah, I could be a DC fanboy all I want. I know the reason people know what comic books are is because of fucking Stan Lee. Because <laughs> he, was, he was great at that kind of shit. Not yeah. only was he a great writer and a great creator... He was really good with, like, the press. Oh, yeah. and just like getting the word out yeah, there. Exactly. Just getting the word out there. And, like, he even had the kind of thing where he's like, even if you don't read Marvel, just read comics, man. Just get out there and read comics. They're amazing. Yeah. You got to do it. like. And he was doing that in the 70s. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He's always been pushing it. And he's just – he's a fucking – he's a legend. There's, there's no other word to describe Stan Lee than yeah. legend. He's done so much for what comic books are. And then you look at, I mean, the fucking – the money – and not just the money, but the impact that Marvel has made on the world nowadays with, like – I mean, Marvel movies are – they're fucking events. They're, like, fucking the new pre- – like, more people see the new Marvel movies than vote for the president of the United States. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, in the country of the United States, more people will see those movies than vote for the president. Like, that's how big fucking that is. And that all came – from fucking Uncle Stan just doing his shit and yeah. making sure that we knew about it. So and I mean and he also no one has anything bad to say about him. I mean, except for a little bit from uh Dicko, but that's okay. Yeah. They kinda work their shit out. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the same thing with Bob Kane and Bill Finger. So yeah. I'm not pointing fingers. So that's a nice joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers or anything. I'm definitely not besmirching the name of Stanley. I would never do that.
1: It'll happen to us eventually. We're going to argue. We're going
0: to fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then I'm going to totally sell you out and take all the money. Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, you absolutely. know what's good. The writing's on the wall. <laughs> Literally, I'm just writing on yeah. your wall. Like, I, <laughs> I will sell you out. <laughs> you ain't shit. But, uh, I mean, it's all, it's all just been, like, Uncle Stan has done so much for pop culture. And, like... He's always, no one has anything bad to say about him, and he was always like, and I say this word not not ironically, he was a legitimate social justice warrior. Like, people have turned that into, like, a shitty term at this point, but, like, he legit always stood up for social justice. Like, all of his stories were about the downtrodden and, like, the... The, the bullied. And the, exactly, the, 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 the bullied, the oppressed, things like that. I mean, the fucking X-Men. Professor X and Magneto, that's literally Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. That is what those two characters are based on yeah. while he was writing those in the 60s when that shit was happening. And he's a white Jewish guy from the Bronx. And he was just like, yeah, no, this is a serious thing and we need to all like respect and love each other. So I'm going to write these two characters. And that's why Magneto was never that big of a villain. Yeah. You know, like, he always wrote him as like, technically Magneto has a point, but he's going too far. And that always brings, like, the best parts of the X-Men shit is when Magneto and uh, Professor X are talking to each other because they have such a, like, a respectful adversary thing for each other where, like, they don't hate each other at all. No, no. They just disagree with how Quite each other does it. They actually do love each other. Exactly. They really do. They just disagree with each other's outlook. Right. So, I mean, just Stanley. I know I'm, I'm running a lot here, and I apologize, but I, he's he's a fucking legend. Um as I always say, he didn't die. He 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 just went home. And uh, thank you again, Stan. I, I I know we already did a giant call out for him. Uh, like for, I'm, I'm getting choked up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we already did a giant call out for him. Um, but let me just say one more time, uh, thank you, Stanley, uh, for everything that you've done for all of us, for anyone who's ever felt outside of anything. Stanley is your hero. Yeah. So. Thank you, Stan. Let's do a little beer tank and take a minute of silence here. Not a full-blown minute. Moment. Also, good on DC for being so fucking classy just to be like... Absolutely. I mean, you... And, I mean, really... You couldn't do anything else but that. Like, had they not mentioned it, we would all be like, well, that's kind of weird they didn't mention it at all. But, like, <laughs> what if they would have just, like, shit talked to you? <laughs> be like, yeah, you're fucking dead because our comics are better. <laughs> <laughs> we, we made Suicide Squad.
1: <laughs> It'll live on forever, unlike you.
0: <laughs> We're going to have 80 episodes of Zach screaming about Suicide Squad. How many episodes do you have of Zach screaming about. Shit, you made Stan. And he's like, none, technically, because I did my shit right. And they're like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Even from the grave, he defeats us. All right, again, thank you, Stan. You are... You're the man. I mean, it rhymes and it works for a reason. He's a fucking legend. And every one of us sitting here, every one of us listening to this, because I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you have to like comic books. There's no other way, because... I talk about a lot of comic books. <laughs> so I assume we all just adored Stan Lee. And, uh... I mean, there's really nothing... They're, they're literally... The words do not exist to express the gratitude and the the weight that I gave him in my life. Like, what he meant for all of us. There's just no way to, to describe it, so... Thank you, Stan. Love you. Uh We'll always love you. Absolutely. And, um... Let's just never forget what he uh, fought for.
1: He fought for you to read uh listener question.
0: <laughs> we didn't really cheapen the beautiful moment. We just yeah. had him on Stanley. <laughs> All right, it's I'm, called I'm a transition I'm, motherfucker. I am done being choked up now. Sorry about that, guys. I, I know you hate when I just uh, when I show any emotion that isn't anger. I know. Fuck it's, <laughs> it's weird for me too. I don't like it either. It okay. you feel any better. It does, slightly. I like it less than you do, actually. Mm, I don't know about that. I can guarantee it. Because it makes you look weak. Now it is time for some well-overdue listener questions. This is our mea culpa. This is our hair shirt. We apologize. Are you okay with it? you having a stroke? You don't know what a mea culpa is?
1: No, I don't know what either of
0: those words are. Oh, it's um, <laughs> back in the... It's like the Gregorian uh, monks that were like an offset of the Catholic Church. They uh-huh. would um, torture them. Do you remember the Da Vinci Code movie? Yeah. Remember how that guy was whipping himself? Yeah, yeah, the flagellation. Yeah, that was his mea culpa. Because uh-huh. you torture yourself, so you go through the same thing that Jesus went through whenever you sin. Uh-huh. So, and then the hair shirt is they would wear a really itchy, uncomfortable shirt of hair, which is another way to oh, okay. like. although I thought you were saying like a weird German me. word, like... No hair shirt. shirt. No, literally hair shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. And again, we are really sorry it, it took us this long, guys. We got well, caught up in the last couple episodes. We're not that sorry. I am. I'm very okay. sorry. Yeah, you are. I uh I adore our listeners and I really appreciate everything. see. You know, when I do topics, I've got
1: them all pulled up in tabs so we can just go right to them. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: you go right to them, and then I make the fucking content. So why don't Mm. you get off my dick? Mm. That's it. I'm going to totally screw you in (laughs) courts. This is it. This is the breakup. (laughs) (laughs) This is the wedge. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here we go. First question. Uh, This is from Brent Smith. He is a frequent listener. He sent us in quite a few uh, questions, actually. So thanks again, Brent. Mm -hmm. As always, you are the man. Uh, let me pose it to you first. Oh, yeah? And then uh, I'll answer mine afterwards. Okay. Question is, the zombie apocalypse is coming. What okay. three actors or actresses do you want on your team?
1: My team of zombies?
0: No, i like, like to survive the zombie apocalypse. Oh, dog. I'm not going to survive nothing. <laughs> as
1: soon as that shit goes down, I'm dead. Ooh. I'm a fucking old man that's out of shape. I got nothing. Yeah, that's why you get a bunch of fucking in-shape dudes that you can fucking run. Oh, okay, well... I guess in that case, we'll have to go with uh, Momoa, as you mentioned earlier. He yeah, probably,
0: smart. He could carry me for a while. It's a smart choice. Yeah. And he's also, like, if you get at least one girl with you, he can make strong babies, too. Keep mm, the clan going. That's true. That's good. That's going to influence my decision
1: now. Um, I mean, probably just you ought to pick his wife, right, out of respect. He's
0: married to some actress, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's married to a... Uh, babe, what's her name? Lisa Bonet. Yeah, Lisa Bonet. Okay. Who is stupid hot. Huh? Okay, oh, well, she's there you go. gorgeous.
1: Hashtag bonus, and then um hmm, probably should also get somebody who's like good with weapons. Cause like Momoa is just like a living weapon, you know. So he'll just fuck shit up. That's fair. So, good like sharpshooter or something, pick him off from a distance.
0: That's an easy that's an easy answer, is but it's
1: it's one of mine, so I'm not gonna give it to you. Oh oh, it's deadshot. I got gotcha. you. I was y'all, hoping a spit take would happen there.
0: Y'all zombies be running crazy. <laughs> White ass zombies looking for their fucking polo shirts walking up on me like that. I don't think so. <laughs>
1: I can't think of anybody in real life. Like I've, I know people who played characters that were like that, but I don't know anybody that's really actually like that. So, um, You know what? Let's just go with that they have to be living.
0: I'm assuming. He just said three actors
1: are actresses, so
0: mm. I'm going to say living or dead
1: okay well, you know what
0: I actually know exactly what I'm going to pick now
1: yeah the ultimate slayer of the dead Bruce Campbell
0: smart yeah he'll keep me entertained it's if fair nothing else he's a very funny man he is he's as bad of out of shape as you are so you guys will have something yeah. to talk about yeah <laughs> that is not a diss on we'll, Bruce Campbell we'll be whatsoever, taking, we'll the, way, taking the same uh, breaks while we we're on. <laughs> deep <running>. breaths <laughs> while he's <laughs> smoking a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> And you're eating whatever fucking fast food you found that was still there. Out
1: of a styrofoam container in the (laughs) trash.
0: There's half a Baconator in this dumpster. (laughs) What the fuck? And he's like, groovy. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, do you ever catch yourself saying groovy? Like, unironically? Just Uh, because of all all, all those movies? Because I I do do it constantly. Oh, yeah. It's ingrained in me now. I'm glad that I'm not the only one. You are the only other person who's watched those movies as much as I have. So I'm glad to know that you do it as well. You still need to finish a show, too. man.
1: Mm. It's so good.
0: I agree. I, I need to make Emma watch them all, and then she can watch the show, too. And I think oh. she'll... Because I think she's going to love them. She watched oh. Army of Darkness, I okay. think. I think it was the night when I was really high, so don't worry about it. <laughs> You're <laughs> but, such a failure. Yeah, no, it's my fault she hasn't seen all the great movies. Yeah, it is. From fucking 20 You've years been together how long like, now? Four years. Yeah, that's time enough. I actually got that wrong on the last... Uh, episode by the way so yeah i have to throw out a Uh, an an apology mm -hmm. i said three years it's been four ouch she was nice enough to point that out it's 2019 now too so it's five no it it won't be five until this november oh you actually you
1: actually go on the date yeah not the year
0: yeah exactly okay so no she was nice enough to remind me she carved uh four marks in my chest while i was asleep oh okay yeah that, that way i won't forget sweet (laughs) <laughs> yeah, coming in November you get that diagonal. Yeah, that you put a diagonal on me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. All right, so I got uh zombie apocalypse is coming. I got three actors or actresses, right? Yeah. And uh you know clearly I'm I'm running this clan. I'm gonna build this world back in my image while we fight off these zombies. Let me just interlude. <clears throat> I was in a movie, I have an IMDB credit, so if you want to
1: pick me as one of your actors, I'm available. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We could podcast the apocalypse.
0: Who are we going to podcast to? The fucking zombies? It ain't going to work. That's basically what we're podcasting to now. That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah we're podcasting to myself at work like next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take no. a break. Let's see. I got three actors or actresses. So I'm going to go. Let's see. I think first I'm going to go. Gary Oldman, because he seems like a smart guy. He can mm-hmm. handle like the brainy shit that I might not be able to handle. That's true. If you're gonna be the leader, you're not gonna be able to. Yeah.
1: Come up with a plan. So.
0: And then I'm gonna need a woman so that I can start repopulating this Earth with my strong warrior seed. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna need an equally strong warrior woman. Okay. So I'm gonna go Gwendolyn Christie. Oh. Yeah. Fucking, uh, if you guys don't know who Gwendolyn Christie is, she is Brianna Tarth in Game of Thrones. Also was Captain Phasma in uh, one of the shitty Star Wars movies that nobody cares about. Yeah, Force Awakens. But she's super tall, and she's also super hot, by the way. But she's got a strong warrior gene in her, so the fucking babies we would have would be fucking monsters. We'd take this world over. And then, because I need someone who's weapons trained, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves. Mm. You forgot all the fucking weapons training he did for the John Wick Wick films, you fucking idiot That was the one that I was thinking of that I wasn't going to tell you because it was my my answer
1: Yeah, drop the ball there
0: So yeah, me, Gary Oldman, Gwendolyn Christie, and Keanu Reeves And then we build a warrior race of not even humans We're like almost demigods at that point because we're all just so fucking strong And then you have so many extra supplies
1: that you welcome me and Bruce Campbell and Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet.
0: I'll definitely welcome Bruce Campbell for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, Jason Momoa is a little too pretty. I feel like I'd have to argue with him a lot. Mm. Because he's not going to let me fuck him and that's going to make me angry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your ego always wins out even in an apocalypse. My ego is the most important thing at all times. Oh, here's actually, speaking of my girlfriend, here's a question from my girlfriend. Oh, yeah? Uh, How dare you forget our anniversary?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a legitimate question. I think that should have been asked. If
0: if you could die a peaceful death, would you? (laughs) I'm like, uh, yes. She's like, wrong answer. (laughs) It'll be painful. Always. Uh, Let's see. She says, if you could make the world have a dress code, what would it be? Ie punk, Victorian, black tie, literally anything. Here, let me change the question a little bit, okay? Just because of my personal beliefs, I yeah. don't want to make the world dress in any way, anyway. Because just like I, people have their own freedoms. So it's not my uh, choice to tell them how to dress. So let's say that's some the poor world, leadership skills. The world, yeah, no. That's why fucking me and Keanu Reeves and Gary Oldman and Gwendolyn Christie are taking this bitch over. Hmm. So let's just say the world has to have a dress code. There is a gun to your head. You have to choose. What dress code would you prefer the world to have? I'm thinking tank tops and jeans. Right on. Like Jefferson County casual. I got you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm kind of torn between two. Because I like the idea of doing like high fantasy. Where, like, we, we get to wear, like, dope-ass, like, uh, leather greaves and shit like that, and, like, chain mail, and we can all have swords around our waist, because that's just, like, fucking cool. Okay. Or maybe something like, did you ever play Bioshock Infinite? No. Say something like that, where it's, like, kind of 1930s, like, art deco kind of thing, but just a little modernized. Where, like, a, like a, I could have, like, a cool vest and a tie, but, like, my, my, my sleeves are still rolled, and I have a pistol and, like, a shoulder holster. Like, that would be dope, too. Both years revolve
1: around having weapons as accessories. Yes. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's that's part of the reason I'm trying to bring it back. Okay. I think we should be able to wear weapons around us more often. I think it would be cool. Tell me, you wouldn't feel cooler every time you woke up in the morning? You got to strap your fucking sword belt on. That wouldn't, that wouldn't make you feel good. I mean, come on. It'd be badass. I think so. I would. I would be a morning person then. That'd be excited to wake up, like, yeah, fucking putting my sword back on. What's up? Yeah. Or, yeah, fucking strapping my fucking revolver back on. That's mm. how I do it. All day.
1: I'd be more scared that I'd shoot myself. I'd go with a sword. Ah, not
0: me. Because I remember the face of my father. You should. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I thought we had more questions. Am I fucking up? Maybe. Hmm. Alright, you have one for
1: us Oh yeah, yeah, I did forget about that Good thing you reminded me, like I told you to
0: You're welcome Yeah. No, you're welcome I mean, I'm welcome I fucking make this podcast, don't talk to me like that I'll put you down Me and County Reeves will take this whole fucking house over I saw John Wick, I know how this works
1: <laughs> You make this podcast, but I'm making our fan base
0: That is fair, I will give you that Nobody likes me, so yeah. you you have to build a fan base <laughs>
1: played our last episode for my co-worker today, and he was, he was a big fan. Really? He was laughing along. He was having a good time. It shocks me that other people listen to this. Yeah, I mean, I forced him to, so, but, I mean, other no other No, the fact
0: that he laughed, yeah. too, shocks me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause like, me it was just... legitimate.
1: I don't think he was just, like, playing along. Like
0: He could have <laughs> gotten to his head the whole time. He's <laughs> like, no, oh, this is funny. And he's yeah. just blinking SOS. Yeah, I just stare at him. <laughs> it's funny, right? What do you yeah. think? It's pretty good, huh? Don't you you think Zach is hilarious? Right? Isn't that funny? Yeah. Isn't that such an insightful view? What do you say? And you're just holding his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) He does have two daughters. (laughs) Sorry, brother. I'm not actually (laughs) suggesting that we kidnap your daughter. Right. Unless you'll. I mean, I wouldn't have to if you rate us five stars on iTunes. so That's true. It's, it's, he it's does a, have an iPhone. So. It's basically a moot point. All you have to do yeah. is rate that five stars. You don't even have to worry about me kidnapping one of your daughters and forcing you to do it.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Learn. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost a fan, everybody. Enjoy. Yeah. That. <laughs> That's
1: yeah. something he was asking. He also plays uh, D&D occasionally with some of his friends, and he Absolutely. wanted to have us describe our characters on on the podcast. Oh, of our current
0: campaign that we're in right now. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? First? No, I want you to go first. Okay. Um, I play. Uh, here, let me pull up the exact thing that I need. Oh, oh look at you. Oh yeah, no, I got D and D Beyond on my phone, Doug. I uh, let's see, the one character I'm playing right now. Although I, I'll be honest with you, uh, I found a homebrew character on here D- we go again on D and D Beyond. Here we go again. That is a gunslinger. That literally has the motto of the gunslingers, and it's what I've wanted to be since I was in seventh grade and read the first gunslinger book. Right, but what so, happened the
1: last time you tried to be a witcher?
0: Yeah, that was I different. That character that wasn't built. That was also built. a homebrew. That, yeah, but this one is in D&D Beyond. The Witcher wasn't. Okay. This one is like actually a built character. Plus, let's be honest here, I care more about the gunslingers than I do about the witchers. I would. That is fair. I would theorize. I don't know that for sure. But anyway, I'm not going to do it anytime soon. We're, we're going to finish this campaign before I, I write a new character. Okay. But anyway, uh, I play Zaris. I am a male half-elf ranger uh, on the path of the hunter, because I am level 3 now. Mother is a full elf. She's taught me to uh, heal and worship the wild mother and listen to the forest. My father, a hunter, has taught me to shoot, to track, to skin, to craft, also, I can play the bagpipes. Forgot to mention that because <laughs> I forgot that I could do that until uh, one uh, session that we have where I forgot that I picked that. Uh, Zaris is basically a just sort of an adventurer. Likes to roam from town to town looking for the best bar he can find. He is quite a big fan of ale, quite a big fan of uh, you know music, dancing, women. Men, who knows? Whatever. It all happens. And uh, always looking for a good fight and looking for a good amount of coin. He is chaotic good. Uh, you know, just like to kind of party and have a good time. Like to have a good fight. and Always willing to pay for a drink if you need one. That would be Zaris, the half-elf ranger. <laughs> all right. I was doing a Critical Role <laughs> intro there for half a second, and yeah. I forgot that you guys don't know my backstory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I play Heolgrim. I'm a hill dwarf, Uh ostracized from my community for reasons unknown.
0: Homosexuality.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm a cleric uh, devoted to the Tempest domain. Mm. I call upon the power of the storms. Excellent. Uh, I have a plus two knowledge whenever it comes to the history of rocks. <laughs> That's
0: come into play a couple times it already. It has. You are quite a big fan I of was, rocks. I'm
1: really. I. I'm kind of happy that I chose that.
0: It's really hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, especially because the last three sessions we've been in a goddamn cave. So yeah, yeah it's worked out really well yeah, for it's us.
1: It's paying off very good dividends <laughs> whenever I designed my miniature because we had those uh, gift cards.
0: Yeah, I forgot to do that so uh, far.
1: I I've still have it, but I haven't done it yet. The base of my character has rocks coming up out of it. So
0: excellent! Yeah, I, love I, was, it. I had to add that.
1: I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, not much more to me than uh, have yet has been known. So
0: Hilgrim and Zeros are pretty good boys. Like they're pretty bros. Mm. <laughs> we're
1: f- we're friends. I tolerate you so far. Yeah, that's more than I can say for most people.
0: No, I was talking about our campaign, not in real life. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to send you the uh, D&D meme that I saw the other day that made me laugh. Oh, yeah. It was um, like a Photoshop of the Clerks movie poster, mm-hmm. where instead of Clerks, it said Clerics, and it was like a bunch of like artwork of like different Clerics. It was like, they'll heal you, but they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot to send that to you. Yeah. Sorry.
1: And if they roll shitty
0: like me, they only heal you for, like, two points. So. That's fair. I've Great. actually been rolling better, man. You're welcome. You missed it last week. I really did. Yeah, I uh, became a hunter because we got to that, like, uh, ability. uh uh-huh. And I'm almost overpowered at this point. At level three? Almost. Damn. Because here's the thing. My plus to hit on my longbow is plus seven. And, uh if i hit a creature that doesn't have its max hp points at that moment so it's like as long as it's been hit once like it mean literally even one health point lower than its max if i hit them i roll for damage and then i also get to roll an extra 1d8 and add that to it every attack or er, every turn technically oh, but basically okay. it's every attack cuz i can only attack once per turn so so far yeah so far so yeah it's like really overpowered (laughs) like if i get like a heavy ass like a plus bow or anything like that like i can start doing really damage on that i'll just start one shotting dudes at that at that point i got several kills in our last session that you weren't there for
1: Hmm.
0: all right is that all of our questions i think we got to all of them right that's all i know about i think we got to all of them really sorry that that took us so long guys i apologize and um Call it my New Year's uh, resolution. I will get to every one of your questions very promptly. Please keep sending them in. I apologize it took that long. Yeah, It's my fault. It is nobody else's fault but me. I was being a real dick. I apologize for that. Um, it's we... too late to apologize. <laughs> it's too late to apologize. Let the fucking Jabbawockeez do that dance. Yeah. You remember that? America's Best Dance Crew? No. It's a great show. Nope. Anyway, though. Uh, I think it's about time we start wrapping this up, eh? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a pretty good episode. Uh this is our first episode of twenty nineteen. As always, we And it's also episode nineteen. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. And I'm reading the Dark Tower right now. This is all wrapping together. Cause hmm. ah, the wheel. Shit. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to make a gunslinger character. To kill Xerasos tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Done and done. <laughs> Just, kick no <laughs> Just kick Alex's door. No healing needed.
0: Just kick Alex's door and guess what? <laughs> you need to kill me off again. Because <laughs> I keep changing characters. <sighs> anyway, though, seriously, guys, I am going to be 100% more into answering the questions. I'm sorry. We got caught off on a lot of different tangents in the last couple episodes. We never got a chance to get to them. Uh, it's my fault. I'm the one who always runs off on the on, on, on the tangents. So. Sorry. Uh, we hope you had a... I'm sure a... you never will again, so this will be great. No, it'll definitely happen again, but I'm going to make sure to still get the questions in. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's my New Year's resolution. So, there you go. But, uh, as always, thank you so much for listening to us, guys. We uh, fucking love you. You are the best. We hope you uh, had some laughs and had some thoughts and everything else from this fucking podcast. If you enjoyed it, send us more questions in or comments if you got... Ideas for movies that are going to piss either one of us off Also send those in You can send it to the podcast on Twitter At uh, The A to Z show as, as you already know That's the number 2Z A number 2Z show um, Send it there Send it to our email if you want instead And that's uh, A to Z show Dot ask At gmail dot com Get there uh, you can also follow both of us on Twitter. Follow America's Sweetheart at BigGuyACV, Air Conditioning Vaginas. That's the NATO phonetic alphabet. Like if you're in the oh, military, that's how you have to call it out. Okay. <laughs> or you can follow me at Melch knows best. M-E-L-C-H KnowsBest. Uh, again, hope you guys had a lot of fun. I know I did. Uh, glad to be back broadcasting. Uh, still hate Suicide Squad. Can't wait to read Heroes in Crisis. And as always, uh, here's to you, Stanley. And we love you guys. Have a you know what? Let's start this fucking year. and Let's yeah. get it hard. What's okay. up? Let's go. Love you guys. Love you, Varvel. What's up? <laughs> <laughs>